right. So you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go. Welcome to the I Am Northbound podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. What is up, y'all? How you doing? And welcome to yet another episode of I Am Northbound. How are you doing today? Hopefully you're doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. Why, you may ask? It's because I'm through I'm through the roof, through the moon. How have you said? Over the moon. I'm so stoked because when I give out information, that kind of thing, my biggest dream is that it inspires you to do something cool. And one of you guys did. And it's made me so damn happy. And I can't wait to talk about it today. But before that, how have you been? How's your week been? Hopefully everything is great in your world. I'm trying out a new setup here, you know, in the the garage office, the girl office. I don't know what what nickname I'll give it, um, but yeah, you know, it, I I don't know how you are, but I like every six months or so to switch around things, move things around, uh, try out new spaces because I feel like it makes me more creative. Maybe you're like that too. Maybe you like, but maybe you like to maybe you like just setting things up and leaving it and never touching it again. But I've always been like that. I think it inspires me to be more creative. So I'm trying to always streamline and make things better. And if I can find a way to add video to the podcast without it adding another like six to eight hours worth of work when it comes to conversion and editing and exporting and uploading, then I'm going to do it. And I think I found a way. So that's why I'm doing video again. Uh, you know, I will give you a little bit of a foreshadow warning, like a, not a spoiler alert, because I don't know if it's definitely going to be an issue, but I will say foreshadowing, it is now like it's just gone past 1am here in Australia. So I'm recording this podcast episode late. And you know what that means? I'm going to get derailed and I'm going to speak in, I'm going to go off on tangents. <laughs> it's probably going to be a very loose episode, but we're here and we're doing it. And hopefully you're here with with me too. Look how cool that is in the background. It's like, if you ever get bored of watching me, now you've got old school cartoons on the TV in the background. You'll only see that if you're watching on the video. Oh man, deputy dog. I didn't even know I had that on this VHS tape. That's so cool. That's a cartoon I used to love as a child. Cause I think my mom gave me VHS tapes. Because she knew it from her as a child. Do you know Deputy Dog? Look at that. I said I'd ramble and here I am talking about cartoons and Deputy Dog when I'm meant to be talking about you and your music career. But thanks, thanks for uh, bearing with me, I guess, through this whole thing. But anyway, as I'm saying, streamlining, trying to get things set up nicer and uh, making it making things better for you. You know what? I just got a notification on my screen that my camera has a low battery. So the, the video is probably going to die, but whatever. <laughs> At least this is a step in the right direction. The audio will still go on. And I guess you video guys are just going to have to watch a black screen for the rest of the episode. But hopefully you're doing fantastic. I mean, there has been so much going on over here. We have been so busy with listen pages. It has been just incredible the amount of stuff we've added over the last couple of weeks and so many of you guys have like put your hands up to to step into the closed beta program and i'm like i've got this huge document on my computer where i'm keeping track of where everyone is through the beta program and the feedback that some of you have left on the surveys already are make it helping us make it even better but man is it just getting better every single day i tell you we're just like working on so many cool features and I mean, just this week, we added one that allows you to, on your listen hub, which is like your main directory, instead of using your profile picture, you can use a video. So you can actually do that. Like the possibilities for that are really cool because it allows you to do, um, like you could actually make like a, like, like on YouTube, we do like a channel video. When people first land, you tell them about you or what you're about, um, you know, why they should follow you. You could do that, a specific video just for your listen hub, or you could show off your latest music video. That allows you to say things like, hey, watch my latest video, link in my bio on Instagram, and then you just leave the listen hub link and they tap that, shows them the video, 
and also allows them to click through all your other links below it, which is really, really cool because otherwise you'd have to link them directly to the video and your link would change when you buy it. Small little thing, but man, is it cool. And the second thing that we added that I think I'm really proud of is uh, we had to bring in a limited, like a page limit per month uh, for the subscription plans. So that pretty much means that you get 5,000 views to your listen page because it costs us to run the algorithm that we've built and for server costs and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we have to implement a limit. And what it means though, is that if like you technically now can go over your limit each month, depending on what your plan is, um, Okay, there we go. So the camera just starts. Wish it's just you and me, black screen for the rest of it. But it means that it allows you to, um, it, it allows you, it, it there will be a specific cutoff as to whether you've got views left for the month or not. So once you go over five thousand views for the month, usually most companies. This is why I'm proud of it because usually most companies will step in and say, like they'll they'll put up a screen that shows to all of your customers or your users or in your case listeners that'll say. Whoever owns this domain has, has exceeded their monthly bandwidth, so they need to upgrade their plan or whatever. And it's kind of like shamey. It makes you feel bad or, you know, makes you look unprofessional to your audience. And I don't want that. I, we have to implement page view limits, but that doesn't mean that I want you to look unprofessional or to make you feel like you're guilted into upgrading your plan. Um, you know, I mean, it's just silly to think about that. So I'm really proud of the way we did it. So what we've actually done is our, monthly page views exceeded page actually comes up and says, Hey, you've, you've exceeded your monthly. Um, no, it, sorry. It doesn't even say it. when it comes up, when you have exceeded your monthly page views, that's what I was trying to say. It actually comes up and makes out, it puts it on the listener and makes out that they were too slow to see your content. Now, you, as you may or may not know, uh, listen pages is best used as a premiering platform. So you put your brand new content out on it. So therefore that adds, you know, unsaid exclusivity to that content, which means that if your listeners don't act soon, they might miss out. And this page plays on that and it shows to your listener and says, hey, you missed out. You're too late. You know, the, the premiering for this content is over. So you should have been here earlier, essentially, without being that harsh. But it does say the premiere for this content is over. Do you want to sign up to the mailing list to make sure you don't miss another one in the future? And then it has a button for them to go and click and go and sign up to your mailing list, which is amazing. So if you go over your page views, not only like on other sites, that's a negative where you look unprofessional, but on ours, we use this opportunity for you to get more fans. So I'm so proud of that. We've twisted it in a way that even the negatives become a positive for you. We're always looking out for you as a music artist and trying to provide you with as many opportunities as possible, playing on that whole exclusivity thing. We're doing the work for you. And that as you will see when you use listen pages, I'm studying so much of the psychology and, you know, the, the persuasive tactics and neurological design, um, neuroaesthetical design, I meant to say, neuroaesthetic design, sorry, uh, to make the platform work smoothly uh, for both of you and the, the listener. So you'll just see the perfect websites and the perfect ideas and flows and opportunities be built around you. And all you'll do is just put in your mailing list link and we'll take care of the rest and we'll make sure that we push that to the traffic that deserves to see it. Man, it's just getting me so excited thinking about the future because as it's like, I'm only telling you like 5% of where we're going in the future. But I mean, just imagine, I'll give you a little insight of what we're going to do because we're able to segment traffic and find out who your most committed fans are. How amazing is it going to be? Because this is what we're planning on doing rather than you showing like, hey, everyone check this listen page out. We're going to start, we're going to be able to like machine learn your audience and show them the content that they need to see to take that next step down your listen path toward becoming a true fan. So essentially they're going to just go on their own journey and when they hit the go button on your listen hub to start the the, the content, 
it's going to be the perfect bit of content for them to see. Someone who's brand new is going to see something that introduces you and gets them, um, you know, gets them knowing you and that kind of thing. While someone who's a committed fan will see something that might be exclusive, or maybe they get presented an offer to buy something. Think about that. Think of the potential of your most committed fans getting offers to purchase something put in front of their eyes when they're ready to buy. It's essentially going to turn listen pages into like a cash making machine for music artists. And then you just focus on providing content that helps people get to know you better on the front front end, like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, because that's a, that's a real play. now we have to consider that Twitter feeds and that kind of thing. And then you push people down, you listen, um, I get, yeah, you like down your listen path, you know, when, you know, when you've got things to push to them, et cetera. But anyway, Again, it's 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 past one a.m. and maybe that's something that I'll think back later and go. Maybe I should have saved that for like a launch. But I tell you, if you're listening to this episode, you've just gotten a little bit of insider information. That's where we want to take it. So I'm saying you should get on to it now because we've got three months of it for absolutely for free, and there's no obligation to stay subscribed once the close bet is over. It's just we pay for your account so you can help us by telling us if there's bugs or how to make it even better. And if you're listening now going, man, that sounds good, but I wish it did this, then tell us and we'll implement it. We want to make it the perfect platform. There's no music marketing platforms built for music artists and creatives. Listen Pages is is that, okay? So let's make it the best thing we can so that we can all make differences in our own listeners' lives, uh, you know, respectively. But anyway, on that kind of topic, I'm so stoked today because um, a, a person that I met a couple of years ago, way before I am Northbound, it was when it was Northbound Academy. So that's how <laughs> this is how long we're talking about. This is like only four years ago now. I think I think it was no, it would have been three years. It's like 2017. Um, yeah, I just stumbled across her music on Instagram and reached out and we're chatting a bit. And then fast forward a few years later, and she's an absolute legend. Her and I are like. I always send through content to her way early. She's like one of my beta testers in inverted commas for like everything I release. Like, you know, she read the four dimensional songwriter. She was part of the group that read that early. Uh, just an absolute super talented person and is just a lovely person too. Her and her husband are like, um, you know, <laughs> the kind of people that we booked a half an hour call to chat about some marketing stuff. And it went for like nearly three hours because we talked about so much stuff, but it's so cool. Anyway, she released her music recently. And this is the thing that makes me so happy. People keep saying all the time, I don't know how to get people to listen to my music. And yet you have someone like this, um, who is, you know, an, an amateur recording artist. When I say amateur, I don't mean skill level because she's as good as a professional, but I mean, as in compared to if you consider reserving the term professional for music artists who are like touring full-time and making a full-time income off it. So she's a, a, you know, a music artist under that level, but still of, of that competent quality, at least she is releasing a brand new song, but thinking outside of the box and managing to steal listeners away from these massive big artists. And this is the thing. If you take what I say in these episodes and it can inspire some outside of the box thinking, big things can happen. This is what I said to her when I was, I was saying, I'm just so stoked when I saw on her Instagram stories, what she had done for her new song launch. Uh, and she, she said to me, oh, it's, you know, that's really cool to hear. And I was like, you have no idea how good it feels because I get up every single week and record podcast episodes and I get on Instagram and I like talk to people. I send emails. I'm in Facebook groups. I'm telling people, I wrote a whole book. It took a year and a half of my life to tell people to do this, to do this, like the stuff to do this. Oh, I hit the microphone then. Whoops. Uh, sorry if that was loud. Uh, I always think that when I bump the mic, it's going to blow your ears out. But every time I hear the podcast episodes back, I never do. And I just apologize for nothing. But just in case I did, uh, you know, <laughs> I didn't mean to. But yeah, I said to her, like, I go on about this so much. When people actually implement it and then see results, 
it just makes me so happy because it's like, it's not frustrating, but it's kind of like in a loving way. I, I get frustrated being like, if you, if you just do it, you'll see the results. Like the, the amount of music artists I talk to that say, oh, Jason, I tell you, I've been following you for a while and I just really like uh, what you're saying. Um, which is amazing to hear. I love that. And they're just like, but I'm just still not seeing results. And I'm like, are you implementing what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, kind of a little bit, but not really. And it's like, ah, if you just did it, you will see the results as proven today. Uh, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. Now, first of all, I will tell you just to set up this scene that uh, this is how I believe you can steal listeners away from the big music artists. Now, that is a massive call. And it sounds like I'm trying to say that you need to steal away. Like if you can out, if you can win against the big music artists that you're actually stealing away like their stream counts. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, if you want to be, if you're similar to Post Malone, for example, then I'm saying that somehow Post Malone's new song is going to get no plays and you are going to take all those streams and all of a sudden you have 10 million streams on your new song. And that's not what I mean. It's not about the quantity. It's not even, and you might be thinking I'm trying to say it's about the quality. Kind of, but it's more about the association, okay? So, your goal as a music artist is to make it so that you are undeniably the solution whenever the listener comes across the decision. Now, I refer to the decision a bit when I talk about um, how to get your music heard specifically, but I'll explain it in case. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before. Maybe it was just in groups and live trainings and stuff. But essentially, the decision, to me at least, is the moment where- well, saying for everyone, is the moment where they open their Spotify or they open on their computer their title or, you know, Amazon Music or whatever. Who uses Amazon Music? I know you're probably thinking who uses title, but they actually ran a promotion recently that said um, you can get six months for like $6 or something like that. And I signed up for it because I wanted to give it a go and I've got really good headphones and I listen to title and it's like comparatively better to Spotify for sure. But I can't justify paying double the price for it because I don't listen to enough music for that because I'm too busy doing this. Anyway, people listen to title, I think. Hopefully they do because it's a pretty good service. They, um, when, the, when they open their streaming services, there are like nearly infinite choices for them to choose from, at least hundreds of what, there'd be millions and millions of choices on Spotify to choose from. So what makes them choose you? That's obviously the point of the decision. That's where you have to get to. You have to get in their mind so that at that point, you are undeniably the answer to their, what they want to listen to. Now, that's the tricky part is because not many people think about that moment. They're too busy thinking about like when the, when the, user, when the listener isn't ready to listen, even though you may not think of that, it's a, you think about promoting your music on your social feeds and you hope that that will convince them to then listen to it. But the time that they want to listen to music that's what you should be thinking about and how you can provide yourself as the solution to that time, not just when they're browsing on their phone and you tell them, hey, listen to my song. Does that make sense? You don't want to tell them. You want them to be looking for music and then choose you. Now, this sounds like it will be difficult because, you know, at that point, you would think that there are just, there's too many, there's so many options. So why would they choose you? But it's really not as difficult as you may think because a lot of the times when people select their music, as you probably do too, think about it. The next time you open Spotify, are you just normally doing it on autopilot because you're just like, oh, I just want to put something on and you kind of let your emotions guide you. And I feel like that's the, you know, that's what you need to think about because that's how it is. You, you'll look through your albums and go, I don't know what I want to listen to. You know, I, I'm not really in the mood for that. I'm not really in the mood for that. Remember that language, okay? I'm not really in the mood for that because the emotions are guiding them and that's what it is. You want something to align with your mood 
and then you see something that does and you usually just put it on. Or sometimes you're like, I'm in the mood to listen to this artist. It's because your emotions guide what you're going to listen to. So therefore, if you can connect with the emotion of the listener and find the type of person that will feel the emotion that your music aligns with the most, you can position yourself to be the answer to their decision. Because when they open their Spotify or whatever and go, I'm in this certain mood, they're going to reach for you over other artists if you can associate your music in a specific way to like to provide you as the answer to to scratch their itch so to speak and if you can if you can think about that specific point there's so much and i could dive into this for like another hour talking about this stuff and i tell you this later night i could ramble on easily about it and maybe it'll be about other topics i'll get derailed but i would easily talk on a normal day for this for another hour at least there is so much in that moment of the decision uh but the more you think about it the more doors it will unlock so to speak the more you know, the bigger things can come from it, the more you'll figure out. So think about that. Why a listener opens their phone, they usually do an on, auto, on, auto, on autopilot. They might be like trying to, you know, they might just be about to go for a run and they just want to put something on quickly. So they're not thinking too much about it. Or maybe they're just bored or maybe they have to study or maybe they have to like drive and they just want to put something on while they're driving. Either way, it's almost like it's heuristic thinking right? In a kind of way. I'm saying that, uh, more so that their emotions drive their decisions. So, if, if, if they're in a certain mood, they want something to align with that. So, that's your, that's your thing is getting your music to the people that your music aligns the most with their natural emotion or their tendency, emotional tendency. Like, for example, if you make music that, uh, that makes sad people feel happy, you've got to find the sad people because they're the ones that are going to align with your music. If your music pumps you up and makes you feel like you can take on the world, then you need to target active people that are like looking to be pumped up, like maybe gym goers or people that like to exercise or crossfitters or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So, it's it's about finding where those people are. Now, the amazing thing that Sarah managed to do, by the way, her name is Sarah, Sarah Tillman, if I haven't said that earlier, this is who I'm talking about today. Her new song is so good and you should go check it out. But this is what she did for the launch of it. And I've just got a couple of screenshots saved on my phone. So, what's amazing is that rather than just release a song, this is it. This is, I mean, you don't have to like, I wouldn't steal her idea directly, but use it as inspiration because I tell you, it's going to allow you to do big things. So, what Sarah did is she built an experience around the song. So, it's, this is, this is the, what I keep saying about thinking outside of the box. Instead of just trying to provide, Here, here's my new song. Now, I'm going to put a ton of social media posts out about it. And like, that's how we're going to get people to listen. That's not it. It's all about making things different. It's all about changing the way people think about music so that they remember you. Okay, that's the way you're going to get like to establish yourself as a music artist and be memorable. You could spend all the time in the world on like paying into paid advertisements and that kind of thing to try to get someone to listen to a song on a phone. But if like if they're listening to your song on their phone, like just to get someone to listen to it and it just ends up being on their phone, just like every other music artist, you're not memorable. You're, even if your song's fantastic, it's going to be really difficult for them to remember you. But if you sent them out a cassette in the mail and they had to like chase down a tape player to play it, they're going to remember you because it was memorable what you did. Now, obviously, don't do that because I think a lot of people would give up in that example before they found a cassette player. But um, you know what I mean? The idea is at least still there. So, what Sarah did, she managed to build an experience around the song. And what she did that was extra great too is allowed it to be shareable on social media and sent it to people that naturally 
like I don't know these people specifically, but if you send it to people with followings, they like to show people like their followers, what they're up to, what they're doing and stuff, especially if they're entitled to some form of VIP-esque experience. Like I get to do this, this is crazy and it's unique. So if you follow what Sarah did, which I'm about to break down now, or at least use it for inspiration, you can make big things happen for your music too. So anyway, this is what she did. She created these little uh, experience packs. I don't know the word for it. I bet they have a great, um, a great name for it just reading the messages as I'm casually going through this, but she created these little, these little packs that she sent out to uh, friends of hers that have uh, followings on different social media platforms. And what she did was uh, included inside that pack, obviously a copy of the song. And then next she included some really, really cool things to build the experience around the song altogether. So the first thing she included was a specific type of coffee and inside this pack there was a type note that said uh, this coffee was chosen to help enhance the warm and cozy experience of Dreamin' which is her song is called Dreamin'. Go check it out if you haven't already. With origins from Papua New Guinea and Mexico this coffee has taste notes of oak, toasted hazelnuts and s'mores. The coffee was roasted on and then it's the date that it was roasted on. So she added a coffee to pair with the song, therefore saying you should be drinking this while listening to my song because we have chosen it to pair with the song. Already, isn't that amazing? Like that's already something that it turns the song into an experience rather than just, hey, could you listen to my song on your phone speaker? Like, I don't care, just listen to it. Like, this is so cool. It's such a cool thing to do. Next thing as she put inside the pack is uh, Palo Santo wood. I don't know how to say that. Maybe I said that wrong, but it says that it will add to the overall experience with a fragrance of uh, citrus and cedar. Uh, this wood complements the coffee to light hold the wood at a 45 degree angle and it gives instructions on, instructions, sorry, on how to actually light it. And I guess that's a form of like incense or scenty stuff, but it's a scent to go with the song as well while the coffee's on. And she also sent a beanie as well. There's some merchandise made up with Dream and written on the beanie. And then on the next piece of paper, it actually gives instructions of how to experience the song. So it creates this experience, then tells them how to do it. And this makes it so fun. You could just send that stuff and say, oh, this is just some cool stuff around the song. You know, isn't this kind of quirky? But to give them an actual step-by-step -step guide, it makes it fun for everyone. Because like, oh, I get to do them step-by-step. -step. So the first step was to slow down says you're in a rush and that's okay set aside 10 minutes of uninterrupted you time amazing that straight away just associates the song with being a solution for how busy we all are like and how you need to take a moment and associate this song with that emotion it like is so clear so immediately the rest of this experience I'm going to head myself. I'm going to get to that in a second. Number two, it says it's coffee time for the best taste. French press is recommended. However, this coffee will taste great. Um, hopefully I said that right. French press. I don't drink coffee, but it's blocked by stuff or <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh, however, this coffee will taste great. Whichever brewing method you choose. I'm reading this off a screenshot. That's pretty low quality. Don't want my screenshot was so poor. Anyway, uh, number three, render the music. While preparing the coffee, go to a computer or smartphone and type in, and then it gives you a link with a password. That's very important, giving exclusivity, being like, this isn't available to everyone. It's just available to you. It's got a password. It's not just a link. You're in the know. You know, you're, it's all about status. Everything in life is all about status. That's pretty much the reason why anyone makes any decision ever is for it to increase their status or to avoid a decrease in status. So, that's why social media is so big. Everyone's trying to increase their status. Every time someone puts a photo up on social media, it's to leverage status. So do that, leverage it. 
you give them the you give them the password. Like the person I screenshot this off their story because uh, Sarah restoried it. It's like retweeting, I guess, but restoried it. And the person even put like love hearts over the top of the password. You know what I mean? Because they are like, you. I know it, but you can't know it. You know what I mean? So play on the status. It's important. And it says scroll down to find the song. Then number four, choose the setting. Find the cozy spot in your home. Light your Palo Santo wood. Smoking not on fire. Sip your coffee and take a deep breath. And number five, last point, soak it all in. Make sure to listen with a good pair of headphones or speakers. Hit play. This is meant to be a relaxing and reflective experience. Enjoy and feel free to. And then I can't see the rest of the message because it's blocked by story text that says put your effing heart into whatever you do people so the person who put this story up is that passionate going this is why you need to be passionate because i'm so blown away by the thing i received and that's why they're saying put your heart into what you do like because this is what sarah's done and it's amazing so this is what i'm saying this is why it's so good i could talk about this forever but now those people that have built that experience around that song know what the song is meant to provide a solution to so when they listen to that song or when they feel stressed out or whatever are they going to go for the like the big artists anymore no they're going to go for sarah's new song because they remember the time that they were like sipping on beautiful coffee that pairs well with the song that beautiful scent in the air and they took that time to just chill out and enjoy that and it just gave them ultimate relaxation every time they listen to that song it's going to take them back to that place because sarah built that experience around her song is this blowing your mind? It should be. Like you can find a way to do that for your music too. Find something that aligns with that emotion and build around it so that people go for your song whenever they want to avoid or step out of that emotion. Do you know what I mean? Like provide your song as the solution to that. And it can be done for any emotion and just the experience around it will change. Now that doesn't mean that you need to send out specifically coffee and the wood. I don't know what that is. I gotta look into that. It looks kind of cool. But like scented stuff. It depends what you're trying to do. But if you can think outside the box and provide those extra elements for your music, that's where massive things are going to happen and people are going to associate it with you. Now, the cool thing is about Sarah's um, experience stuff. Obviously, you might be thinking, I can't afford to do that for every listener. And that's true. That's why they, I mean, they couldn't either. That's pretty expensive if you were to send that out to absolutely everyone that wanted one. But to do it strategically to specific people that are of a point of influence, other people are going to go, wow, that looks so good. Like, that's really cool. What, show me the song. If, 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 show me the song. Like, if it deserves that much fanfare around it, I've got to hear it. And they want to be in the loop too. Do you know what I mean? And that's where people start seeing it. And because they've read the note that went up on the story, or maybe they saw videos of the person relaxing, drinking coffee and with the cool smoke going, of them listening to the song, that's what they're going to associate the song with being a solution to as well. This should be. Like, this is incredible. And I'm so stoked with what she's done. It's made me so unbelievably happy. I said stoked. I don't really say stoked that much. That's how stoked I am. Uh, but it's the same thing. And I mean, the song, let's quick point before I wrap up. But another really cool thing she did, the song is about avoiding uh, toxic cycles in life, or it's about at least just re um, recognizing them and acknowledging them. And she put out on her story and said, how many of you out there have been in toxic cycles or whatever? Can you send your story through? And a lot of people did. And then she started, obviously, with permission, putting up anonymously these stories stories that were sent into her as text posts. If you've read the 40 songwriter, that's what I call them, but you know, text on like a picture background and then, you know, showing multiple stories that people have gone through with toxic cycles. And at the end saying my song's out in a few days. And that's what that, this is about. Like that's a fantastic way to also associate the song with a specific life 
choice or life emotion or something bigger than just how you're feeling on the day, like a more permanent emotion or not permanent, but longer, longer term emotion that your song's a solution to. So therefore, you're also getting people on that channel that are going to associate with it. Regardless, every single person that saw that, that connected with that song is going to build an, like an almost irrationally big connection with that song. Way more than most people get. I mean, I would say nearly everyone gets at that level of like, this is the thing that is going to take streams away from the big artists. If you can build those connections, when people feel a certain way, they're going to look to you, right? You need to be doing that. Follow in Sarah's footsteps. She's done an amazing thing here and I know it can do big things to your music. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. You made it all the way to the end. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And it would mean the world to me if you could either leave a rating and a review for this podcast or share it out to your followers. That act of kindness goes so much further than you may think. It helps me help more music change the world. 